We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. What is up, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of The Loadout, hosted by myself, Katie Bedford, and Study. I'm super excited to get into things. We do have Miles Boykin from the Baltimore Ravens joining us for our very first episode. And a quick note, of course, from our sponsor, Draft Buff. We want to say thank you to them for helping sponsor The Loadout. Draft Buff is a free and social fantasy esports app hosting season-long fantasy leagues for the Call of Duty League and other esports. Jay and I are going to draft from CDL later today for CDL Florida. You won't want to miss it at the end of the show. We're going to go ahead and do that. It should be a lot of fun. They also have a salary style tournament open to everyone. So please head over draftbuff.com. It's in the description. Get that app open. I'm also going to need your help drafting my team because study knows a lot more than I do. And that's where you guys come in to help me out. But Miles, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because obviously you are on the Baltimore Ravens and um, your your kind of career in NFL is just beginning, right? Absolutely. Uh, I just finished my first year. Uh, it's kind of a great year for, you know, a rookie to be able to go 14 and two and then make the playoffs, obviously. Not too shabby. Uh, we yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't end the way we wanted to, but it, it was definitely a blessing being on the team that I was on. Now, what is what's your history? And Jay, I know you know want to know too. What's your history like with Call of Duty itself? Uh, I love Call of Duty. Um, 
I, it started with, I always say Modern Warfare 2. That was the first time I really started playing. So that's that probably the game. Yeah, that was probably my favorite Call of Duty. Either that or the first Black Ops. Those were my, my two favorite. But uh, it started like just playing Call of Duty. And then I started loving zombies. So I played zombies a lot. So that really got me into Call of Duty. Jay, were you ever big into zombies? Okay, because like I can't handle anything horror, so I never touched zombies. But Jay, did you ever play that at all? Uh, honestly, I only played it like if I was playing with like family and friends and stuff like that. It wasn't really, you know, that serious to me. You know, I'm out there trying to kill everything in the, in the multiplayer or in the war zone. It don't matter. You know me. I was a competitive player. I gotta stay on my toes. <laughs> I gotta be shooting had, at people I back. Had whole, <laughs> I had a whole routine down. I would like, I go work out, go to class get back and like play like two hours of zombies go to sleep like so yeah, what, was, what was the highest level you ever hit on zombies because they get harder, Man, and harder I, I, couldn't, see, I couldn't even tell you that it was so long ago i mean it was high i think it was uh whichever one you could get like the enchanted bows and stuff on that was definitely the, the one that we was the best on okay okay so that was pretty high it had to be 30 plus so it might it might have been it might have been 30 yeah it might have been 30 well, okay, okay. consider me impressed. Now, I need to know, have you played through the Modern Warfare campaign at all for the most recent game? No, not this, not this campaign. Not oh, this you've campaign. got to. It's so good, dude. It's so good. You've got yeah, to. I don't play well, no I got campaign. Time, Jay, you haven't done it either? No, I told you. I like to get into action. If I'm just shooting against the computer, it don't count. I haven't touched a campaign since, like, Modern Warfare 2, to be honest. Same. Hot yeah, minute. same. Uh, you guys, no, so, no bullshit. It is, uh, I think, one of the top three campaigns in every Modern War, or every Call of Duty ever. Like, it's absolutely okay. incredible. I know, Jay, you're like, uh-huh, yeah, I'm never going to play that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play it. So. <laughs> I mean, all right, I'll stick to the Warzone. No, no, no. Warzone and, and zombies. But I know, Miles, you, you were telling us before we went live that you haven't, um, you haven't played a lot of Warzone. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I, I love playing multiplayer, so I never really got into it like that. I mean, I play it when, when I can, like when all my boys are playing, you know, I'll play it. But and I still like it. I just don't like it more than multiplayer. What's your favorite gun that you like to use, like when you're running around the multiplayer? Like, you like to use F the ride shift? FAL. No, I'm F not a ride FAL, really? <laughs> really? You got the trigger finger for that? You got the trigger finger? You be shooting fast? Like, do, 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 do. In hardcore, you don't need it. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hardcore with the FAL. Sheesh. That was not an answer I expected at all. I don't know how you like hardcore. Whenever I play that, I lose my mind. I start ripping on my hair and stuff like that. Because you don't know where you're getting shot from. You have no oh, idea. That, and it takes one bullet to kill. Though. That's the, the beauty, beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know where you at either. <laughs> Wait, Miles is cracked at all times when he's playing multiplayer. Yeah, I'm astounded. <laughs> what sensitivity do you play on? Oh no, my, my sensitivity ain't high. My sensitivity, I, like, my, it's like five, five. Or okay, six. that's what. Five, I play. Five, I play yeah, five, yeah. Five as Most well. of us play five, five. five. That's normal. That's normal. But I'll be watching people play, and they, like, I don't know how they move around like that. Like, it just be. Like Some of them be on PC. I'm telling you, the PC mm -hmm. people they different. Yeah. They got mouse and keyboard, so like everything's a lot faster. Yeah, no, Maybe I don't. Maybe destroying the hell out of people. <laughs> it's not fair. Either. Hells no, it's not fair. Hells no. So I want to I wanna ask, I want to rewind a little bit to kind of your rookie season and um, getting drafted and what your experience with the NFL has been like. Because um, I imagine you have not had a ton of time to play Call of Duty when all of that's been going on. So what's the last like year and a half been like for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's... You know, it's been busy, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get done with college. And the thing with me was, so I left um, midway through my senior year. So, you know, I still had to take classes to graduate when I was training for the combine. And that whole time is just, you know, a really busy time. You're training every single day. You know, you have a diet. 
and then you still got to worry about class. And then after the combine hits, I went back to campus to finish the classes in person and uh, graduate. And then in the middle of that, you get drafted. And so as soon as you get drafted, you got to fly out to, you know, I had to fly out to Baltimore mm-hmm. and then be here for like mini camps and then still travel to L.A. to do like promotional things. And it's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of it's a lot of time. But, you know, I wouldn't take it back for anything. Actually, one of the, the uh, when I was training for the combine, I would play Call of Duty every day because that's all there was to do. Like, I couldn't do anything else, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's probably one of the reasons why I love Call of Duty so much. It's just, it's just stress, stress reliever for me. I love sports, man. And I just can't even imagine like all the training, like because you live in your dream right now. Like I was living my dream when I was a competitive player, like doing the Call of Duty stuff. But like. When you get drafted and you hear your name and you're going across that stage and you just feel like everything that you work for is just right here for this moment. And now that you're starting your career, I was looking at your stats. You caught, you scored three touchdowns last year, and that's pretty good. You got Lamar Jackson. He was running all over the field. So, like, <laughs> you got to be feeling really good, especially going into next year, having such a great rookie year, 14-2, and two, like you said. You got to be feeling on the top of the world. Only thing you can do now is just get better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I had a rookie year and I definitely, you know, I started a lot of games and uh, now I'm going to this next season, just building off of what I did last season and just hitting a new level. And that's what it's about in the NFL, getting better every year. Um, you know, we got the team to do it. Obviously, we got Lamar Jackson, one of the best players in the league, period, regardless. Yeah, of position. Madden 21 cover. Madden 21 cover. And, uh, <laughs> he's excited. And the thing about Lamar is, you know, I feel like everybody on our team knew what he was capable of. We knew what he was going to do. And when we went out there and watched him play, it was like, we had seen this already. We're just rewatching it. You know, we've seen it at camp all the time. And uh, he, he's a special dude and a tremendous leader. So uh, it's awesome to be able to play with a guy like that. Jay, how similar was it for you? Because obviously we can talk about Miles' rookie year and you had a rookie year uh, for your competition in Call of Duty. So what was that like for you compared to what he's told you about his rookie year in the NFL? Well, basically the same thing. It's just like you have to train so much just to get better or improve in a certain game type. Uh, well, for my instance, a game type. So like in the beginning when I was starting, it was just search and destroy. Back in mono for two, mono for three, that's all I was playing. I was trying to perfect myself to win those kind of game modes and guarantee those game modes. And then eventually when we went into Black Ops 2, which is basically my rookie season, ended up taking a 10-hour drive to Chicago with my little brother. It was just like a local team that we got. And we ended up getting top 16. And that's like something that I wasn't really expecting because these are all the players that I was watching like when I was online and it, like just how good they were. And the fact that I was even able to place top 16, outplacing some of the pro players that I was eventually looking up to was dope. But then like as the year went on, you got to understand like you need to get better. You need to like even if it's not your rookie year or just like throughout – your entire career, you just need to get better. So, like, for my rookie year, I was grateful for it. I was only 18 years old. I ended up getting an opportunity to join Envious. And once I joined Envy, I had to move all the way to North Carolina to, like, fulfill my dream. And I left to North Carolina with only $5.45 in my pocket. So, like, all my teammates were just supporting the shit out of me. You had Rambo, you had mm-hmm. Nameless, you had Merc. They were all just taking care of me until we went to, like, the million-dollar tournament. And then at that million dollar tournament, we almost got knocked out on the first day, which was Friday. And that would have been terrible because we qualified earlier at like a regional tournament and we ended up making it to the championship tournament. And once we made it there, we almost got eliminated the first day. And like that would have set me back like completely. But like the rookie year was just how you were going to be able to bounce back. And then like the way that me and Nameless bounced back so fast, we ended up going from top 32 to going through losers bracket from 16th place and getting all the way to second, like to getting all the way to the grand finals. I'm 18 years old playing for a million dollars and I get second place. And like, that's something that we weren't even expecting as a team. So like, that was where like, you just got to let them know, like, I'm here to 
shut shit down. And that's just basically what <laughs> happened, man. You know, 18 year old kid, man, living the dream. And that's just what it was. Miles, did you ever have any moments like that where, um, like Jay was saying, he almost got knocked out in that tournament and kind of like that, not not necessarily being sure of what's going to happen next. Did you ever experience anything like that when you were still working your way um, toward making it into the NFL? Um, I don't know about that, but I could definitely relate to, you know, he's talking about he being an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Going against people he's been watching his whole life, you know. Uh, and that, that's the grind, I think, of any a professional sport so like for me i'm going into the league and you know i'm playing against people who've been here for seven eight years you know i played against tom brady who's been in the league yeah, for what brady. how many years? you gotta tell us what is that like what is that like that was, the, that, was, that was probably the only player like i stepped onto the field with and i was just like wow like i'm really playing like against tom brady like greatness <laughs> i was i was three years old i was three years old when he came into the league like, that's, that's insane like that's the crazy part i think like, that's so- the coolest part of the sport too though at the same time because it's just yeah. like you now you're on the same level as people who've been doing it, you know, their whole life. And now I'm on that level, just like you're on that level playing with people who you've been watching, you know, your whole life. So For sure. I think it's awesome. It's just, you know, it's humbling, too, at the same time. But, you know, you still got to have that, that swagger that you, when you step in there, like, you know, there's a reason why I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. So you say obviously being being humble is is important, but you're stepping out on the field. You're playing against Tom Brady. You're doing all of these crazy things. So how do you how do you not get ahead of yourself and kind of study for you as well when you were getting second place at champs at 18? Like, uh, Miles, how how do you not kind of get a big head when it comes to where you are in your life and what you're accomplishing? I mean, it's easy. I just got to turn on the film. You know, I, I turn on the film and I watch and there's a million things I can get better at. Like, I don't look at the good things. You know, I look at the things that I can get better at, especially just being my first year. So uh, it's easy to it's easy to humble yourself if you look for it. Um, but other than that, I mean, like I said, I'm living my dream. So uh, anything that I do, anything that I do to get better, I'm doing it because I love the game. You know, uh, I play football because I love the sport. So anything else that comes with it is extra and it is just fun to me. You know, I would love, I would do anything to play this game and that's why I play it right now. Um, it's put me in a great position to be able to help my family out. So, um, that's why I love the game. Jay, what was it like for you? Yeah. Kind of similar mentality or not yet for sure. Like, I was 18 years old when I made fifty thousand dollars. What did you think? I was. I remember when I first had an interview, and they were like, "What are you about to spend all this money?" I was like, "I'm about to buy Gucci everything." <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, then, like, as I realized, a couple months go by, it's just like, "Yo, my family need this. My mom's needed that. My brother needed this." And it was just like, I was so happy to be in that position to where I could help them. And only being 18 years old, because I remember prior to that, uh, I was telling my mom because she wanted me to go directly to college. I was a pretty good student when I was in school, and then. Right after, once I graduated high school, it was just like, I was in a point in my life where I just didn't know what I wanted to do, at least for myself. I knew I wanted to go take this pursuing in gaming, but like, it was a really big risk, but I was really Mm -hmm. willing to take it. And like, I didn't have anybody's support until I actually sat down with my parents and I told them, I was like, mom, listen, like, just give me four months and the four months, if nothing works out, then I would definitely go back to school. And that's just what it was. And that four months ended up getting second and changing my entire life. And I'm still grateful to this day. I'm still living the same exact life that I started back when I was 18. Now, I, I got to ask, Miles, uh, you said, um, so what's life like for you right now? Obviously, everyone's dealing with kind of the Rona lockdown. Uh, so what is it like for you? Because for us, for gamers, you know, we can just kick it here at home. Not a lot necessarily changes. But what's it like for you? How are you adapting? What's it like to be an NFL player who's got to prepare and you're stuck at home? I mean, it's... 
you know, there's good, there's pros and cons to it. You know, pros, you know, I get to be at home, you know, finally, you know, I don't have to go out all the time and, you know, do a bunch of things and, you know, I just get to relax finally. And I feel like this is the first time I got to, you know, be able to relax in a while, but uh, cons, you know, I'm itching to get back into the sport that, that I love. Sure. You know? I can't go out and play football every day, but, um, you know, at the same time, like obviously call of duty, that's, that's what I got to do every day now. You know, I do my workouts, I watch my TV shows and then, you know, later on I get on the game. So, uh, that's pretty much, that's all I've been doing really. That's all there is to do. So how do we get you to start playing Warzone more with us? Cause I'm not hey, saying that Jay is going to carry you to wins, I but know. he definitely will. I'll be a cheerleader in the back, but he's got you. So we got to get if you he, into more Warzone. If he carries me to a win and I get three kills, I'll be, I'll be happy with that. Wait, oh, that's, Jay, that's the most doable thing in the I'm world. Cause I'm a team player. I'm a team player. I play I'm with some really, really bad people. So <laughs> I'm the type of person that plays with a there, launcher to take out the UAVs. That's, I'm a team player. That's the type of person. UAV? I'm pretty, you can't take out a UAV in a in a. Oh, no, I'm talking about a multiplayer. I'm talking about a multiplayer. Oh, okay. okay. Player. Wait, he's I'm the best kind of player. Oh, he's the best yeah, kind of yeah, teammate yeah, then. That's a, yeah, that's the best thing. If you're going to have my hills, if you're going to drop me my bullets, you know what I'm saying? The armor plates, <laughs> then you're right there, dog. Long we going to get me that win. Now, if you, if, you, if you don't get me the win, we're going to have an issue. Listen, I promise you. I promise you we're going to get a win. promise you. promise you. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping, again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. No, all I know, Miles, it's been so funny. The the change in when I I started playing Call of Duty with any semblance of trying to get better started with Jay. And this poor guy has had to take me through search and destroy wagers with people. He's had to take me through Warzone. And I've gotten, I, I would like to think, Jay, at least a little bit better. But watching someone like him play uh, for someone like me or watching Miles, someone like you play in, in your respective sport that you're so good at is is really kind of, I guess, fascinating, especially when I can sit there and like watch it happen in real time. So I, I guess in in terms of that, Miles, when did you figure out kind of as you were growing up playing football that you were like, this is my thing. I'm really good at this. I can I can do this. I can make it. I can go to the NFL. 
Yeah, that's that's a hard question. Because, I mean, honestly, like, ever since I could remember, like, my dream was always playing, you know, in the NFL. That was always my dream. That's always what I wanted to do. So once I stepped foot on the field, you know, my job was just, you know, I was just playing for fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was my dream. So I, I never really had, you know, pressure on me to be like, you know, this is my goal. You know, I have to do this. If I don't do it, it's the end of the world. It was never like that. And then when I got to college, um, I, like, my freshman year, I redshirted. And I was like, well, this ain't going the way I planned, you know. School is tough. You know, football is tough. I'm not playing my, my, my freshman year. And, you know, I just kept growing. I, I kept grinding. And, you know, I make it to my junior year and I, I have a breakout. And then my senior year, I have another breakout season. And, you know, I, I look, I'm a third round draft pick in the NFL, you know, playing all 16 games for, you know, the best team in the NFL for during the regular season. Um, for me, it was just always about, you know, I love this sport and that's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to play football. So, I was never going to let anything stand in the way of it. You know, it didn't matter what it was. You know, um, you know, not everybody loves school. So what did I do? Of course, I picked, you know, one of the best schools in the country. I go to Notre Dame. Um, okay. But it didn't matter to me because I knew my mind goal wanted to be in the NFL. So mm-hmm. I was going to do whatever it took to get there. I know everybody, well, usually everybody that goes to the NFL had like an inspirational person, like from the sport that like inspired you to be there. Like when I watched... For me to be a Cowboys fan, I'm sorry, because I know you're a Ravens player, but I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> well, back in the day, the reason why I became a fan of them is because I was watching T.O. So, like, T.O. was just the man to me. He just talked mad shit. And, like, that's what I did throughout my entire Call of Duty career. Like, we was playing against each other. I was talking shit to you. It's just how it was. And if it wasn't, like, you were just going to hit me at the end of the day. I'm just a really loud person. But, like, is there someone in the NFL that, like, inspired you, like, from where you started? And also, now that you're a Baltimore Raven, was that your original favorite team growing up as well? Ooh, good questions. I didn't. I never had this. I never had a favorite NFL team. That's really? Okay. The first one. I never had one. Okay. But uh, my favorite player was Calvin Johnson, hands down. Ooh. Uh, hands down. Not Megatron. 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 Yeah. He was one of the reasons why I picked eighty-one. You know, from high school to college, and I would have picked it in the NFL, but somebody had it already. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Calvin Johnson, man. Just the way he plays. Um, I even had a chance to talk to him actually uh, when I was like in the combine i had a chance to talk to him so uh you know it was awesome just to hear from somebody like that and you know obviously you know i try to model my game after him because you know to me he's one of the all-time great receivers so to someone who may not be necessarily as familiar with how the draft works um and especially maybe not from a first person experience like you had going through it um can you tell us a little bit about the emotions of that what's what it's like how much you know necessarily versus how much you don't know kind of what what was that whole experience like for you well i think it's the most stressful thing i've ever done in my life like Nothing even com- compares to it just because, so you head into it. So I, I had another year of eligibility. So I'm taking a leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go. I'm, I can't go back to college. I got to, I want to go to the NFL. That's the first thing that stresses you out. Second, you start getting information. Okay. So like where, you know, where are you grading at? You know, what, where do you think you're going to be drafted at? And for me, you know, I was projected to be a day two pick, which fortunately that came true, but that's not always, you know, the case with everybody. So, you know, you have like day one, day two, day three. Um, undrafted free agent. And so for me, you know, it came down to, you know, talking to my agent, talking to my mom, you know, I want to leave and this is what I want to do. Then draft day comes. And then draft day, nothing ever happens according to plan. I don't care about all the mock drafts, all the analysts. It never rolls out that way. You wake up anxious as hell that day. What were you feeling? Yeah, you got to have butterflies (laughs) for sure. I remember, I honestly remember, um, I didn't think I was going to go in the first round. Like it was pretty much because I was not going in the first round. So I was praying that all 
like <laughs> a bunch of receivers went in the first round because that just means I'm going to get drafted higher. And sure. we, there was only two in the first round, which is bad. Normally there's like five. So that was already a bad sign for me. So I was like sitting there thinking like, oh, gosh. So then day two comes. Day two is just the second and third round. Um, receivers are coming off the board left and right, left and right. And I'm getting to the third round and I'm sitting there looking at my mom. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm just waiting, waiting. My, my brother's there. Um, my dad is there. And finally, like, my phone started ringing. ringing and probably the best thing about it is it's, it's an unknown number. And it just said, like, Baltimore, Maryland, like, calling. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what was blah. that moment like when you saw that number start coming through and just seeing Baltimore? I was conflicted because I was – if someone was playing on my phone, I would have been so mad. Yeah, see, it's like, they called you I'm like, oh, damn. I might have broke my phone. But then when I picked it up, I was, I think I was more relieved at first, and then I got excited after. So, like, I, I picked it up, I was like, oh, thank God I got drafted. Like, because that's, I mean, that's your biggest worry. You just want to be drafted. You want to be picked by sure. a team that believes in you. And, you know, you want to go out there and prove yourself. And then my mom starts crying, and, you know, the rest was history. And I flew out later that weekend, and, you know, I became a Baltimore Raven. And I love it here. I'm in a great situation. Oh, I think we may have lost Miles for a moment. I'm not sure if he had a little blip on his. Oh, are you back, Miles? There we go. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So you signed up and you went to Baltimore and, and kind of the, the rest is history now. Absolutely. Yeah. Playing for a great organization. Uh, people believe in me here. Uh, my teammates believe in me. And you're just surrounded by great people here. So have you ever considered saying, you know what, the NFL is fun, but I crush at zombies and maybe I'm going to go pro and COD instead? <laughs> If you told me that I could be as good at Call of Duty as I am football, I might, I might do that. I, I, I think about that. <laughs> well, I can lie, it's not that easy. Let me tell you, there's a lot of people oh, that put in time and time on a daily basis, I mean, and they I'm still ask. I guarantee you probably put twice as much time into Call of Duty, so I know. Oh it's yeah, because I don't never got to leave the house. You understand? I never got to leave the house. And there's go. always somebody. There's always somebody on getting better. Exactly. So it's exactly. Not, it's not sweet. Trust me, I know it's not sweet. So. So I guess, and, and Jay, I actually kind of want to ask you this first. What is it like to keep up that motivation and that drive, right? Because whether it's, whether it's football or Call of Duty or anything else, like that's, I've, I've never experienced that, right? Like I've never experienced being at the level that you guys are in your respective sports. So what is it like to kind of keep up that drive to just go and go and go? Oh, well, honestly, for me, like after I won my first championship obviously you feel on top of the world you feel like you're the best player and then I followed up at the next couple of events got second and got third and it was just like all right I need to get back to the top but like in that situation like when I got second and third I ended up getting dropped by my team so like after that happens like whenever I play my old team that's who I'm gonna have the fire for it's just like I want to prove to you guys that I was worth the player that you guys didn't think I was and then you guys you remember what I did to Nameless Kate like once Nameless dropped me <laughs> Once he dropped me, you gotta tell me what you did. You what? Tell me what all right, you so did. this is my teammate. This is my teammate for like, you know, we made history. This is the one I won 50K with. And then, like, a couple years go forward, we're moving on to an organization called Evil Geniuses, and we're not playing too well in the beginning. So then he eventually decides to drop me. So once he drops me, I'm like, all right. So then we're going to the million dollar tournament, like, of that year for that game. <laughs> we play them to knock, if we beat them, we knock them out and we go through and they're just out the tournament. First day, I was playing against them. And I was just looking at my boys. I was sitting right next to me. It was me, Temp, Dashie, and Ricky. I was like, look at these guys. They dropped me? <laughs> oh, we destroyed them. We beat them 3-0. Like, <laughs> and, like, just, like, ever since, like, whenever I know I'm playing against, like, one of my boys or, like, a former teammates and stuff like that, that gives me the drive, like, to just be better, to show them, like, I was definitely worth more than a player than they, than they thought I was, for sure. 
Now, Miles, what about you? Have you ever had like a moment like what Jay described or how do you how does it work with you for kind of like keeping up that drive and that passion of like, yes, you're here. You had a great rookie year. You're on Baltimore, but you got to keep going. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the motivation is it just I mean, the NFL just recycles all the time. You always get new players. So that's Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my motivation. Shoot. I mean, uh, nothing's guaranteed. You know, we're on a rookie contract, so no- nothing's guaranteed, you know, especially after your first year. So you have to continue to prove that, you know, you're the player that this organization wants, you're the player that you want to be. And you have to continue to get better because, I mean, there's always new people coming up. I mean, that's it's that simple. You know, if you're not going to do it, mm-hmm. someone else will. Yep. So uh, it's not like you get so many second chances here. So, I mean, you got to just ball out every year. You continue to get better and uh, <laughs> you got to stay out of trouble. Um, yeah, you just got to, like I said, you just got to play. Yeah, that was one thing with me. I couldn't stay out of trouble. Like, Jay! When I became one of those players, and I was just like, my name was so big, I was always in some shit I wasn't supposed to be in. So, so that, that was also like a downtown in my career. But it's all right. You know, I had good times. <laughs> no, we live and we learn. And, uh, you know, that's the that's the most you can do. But, all right, so, so Study has nameless. His former teammate, a dear friend of both of ours. We worked with him last year. Um, so, so, Study crushed nameless's hopes and dreams after being dropped uh, miles do you have anyone similar to that or anyone that you love playing against and love beating in particular like a friend of yours or anyone else on another team that you kind of had that fire to take down not like i mean in college it used to just be uh usc and you know, i i used to i used to love playing against usc mm-hmm. but i hated them at the same time stanford obviously uh those are those are the teams I used to hate playing against in college. And the NFL is obviously Pittsburgh. I mean, that's a, that's one of the biggest rivalries in football for us. You know, we love playing against Pittsburgh, and the atmosphere is crazy every time. So, uh, you know, I'm growing into that rivalry and, and growing to hate them. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, it's it's an awesome rivalry. But it, you know, there's always respect there at some point. But at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and win. Now I gotta ask because I I don't think we've touched on this yet, but do you have a favorite Call of Duty? Because obviously for me, I would say Modern Warfare too. I'm not sure what Jay's answer is, but I'd love to know if you have if you have one that's kind of stuck with you more than the rest of the titles. It's it's a it's a toss up because it's between Modern Warfare two and Black Ops, the first Black Ops. It's it's a toss up for me, man. I I might I might just say Black Ops because of the zombies. I mean Modern Warfare yeah. two. Didn't have- but Modern yeah, War- you're like, fuck the campaign. We don't care about that, even though Modern <laughs> Warfare 2 was the best ever, but we got zombies. It had a great one, but I mean, I couldn't even, my mom didn't even let me play it like that because I was young when it came out. Neither did so, mine. Neither did mine. I, used to I, had, to sneak it. I had to sneak it Exactly. But I mean, Modern Warfare 2, it's just that, you know, I still remember, you know, the heartbeat sensors on the guns. Uh, that was the I know that's what I'm saying. So it's just, it's, hey, ACR was the best weapon. You had the UMP as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I used to run a marathon lightweight. That's oh my ninja used to run around. You got the nukes. You got the nukes too. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's a toss up for me. It's a toss up for me for sure. But it's between those two. Well, I'm I for sure it's ghost. Ghost, I yeah. Yeah, that's the only way. Okay, be- so you won the most money in Ghost, yes, but take it away the maybe the competitive aspect. Away, all right, with the competitive aspect. Just the gameplay of the, the game itself. Oh, no, nah, Black Ops 2 then. Black, Black Ops, Ops 2. 2. Like, it was just like, from the from like when it came to public matches, when it came to the competitive, it was all just in sync. Like, everything was just weaponized, like, was really good. Like, they had a main AR, they had a main sub, and everything was just made down to the T, to be honest. Like, that was the first game they brought in Hardpoint. It was godlike. It was absolutely amazing. 
Well, I think uh, I think we're kind of getting toward the close here. I know, Miles, that you've got a lot going on. You've got some two-hour-long meetings that I'm sure you have to get back <laughs> to work, now. Yeah, they track in you, they track in the run times and everything. Sheesh. Everything. Is it how scheduled is it? Is it like very, very regimented, even though you're at home? Yeah, I mean, you have like there's two blocks, like there's two two-hour blocks to work out and run in. And then there's a two-hour block for meetings. Everybody has the same mm-hmm. two-hour block for meetings. So that's the same. But, like, the workout schedule is kind of more more flexible. Because you got people on the West Coast. You got people on the East Coast, Midwest, you know. So it all changes. Well, Who's I'm excited. Who's the funniest yeah. player on your team? Like, Ooh, I, good question, Mark. Jay. Mark, yeah. Mark Ingram got to be the funniest one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Oh, without no a, without doubt. a doubt, Mark, right? Mark Ingram the funniest dude on the team, yeah. For sure. <laughs> that's probably hilarious playing with that guy. He's a go-to. <laughs> He's a he's a child, man. He he's a big kid. Yeah, he looked like a big teddy bear, brother. But when he be out there, he be hitting you. I be watching. Oh, I know. He be I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Miles. Well, thank you so so much for joining us. Um, I hope you stay safe and stay healthy while we're all in lockdown right now. And thank you so much for being our guest for the debut of the for loadout. Sure, sure. Um, this has been absolutely fantastic. We got to get you to play. You got to promise you're going to play at least some more Warzone. You got to promise. I, I'm telling you, I carry you, bro. I got you. Man. If you carry me, I'm telling you, I got you. If we get on the game, for I, got sure. I got you. For sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All I got right, you. All right. <laughs> Love it. We're going to have to make that happen. Miles, thank you so much. Um, best of luck with everything. And I think we can all say we can't wait to see how you play the next season. 10, yeah, 10 touchdowns. I'm calling it. Double digits. <laughs> all right, let's, I Double you. digits. That's what I want to see. All right, blast, Miles. Man, thank God for having me. Thank all you right, so man. much. See ya. All right, folks. Well, I'm going to have to tweak this around a little bit because my beautiful, my beautiful screen grabbing is not necessarily ideal. So we're going to pull Jay back into this frame. But now at this point, I'm super excited because we are going to do a draft buff. And Jay, you're going to have to explain this to me because I've never actually done it before. So I don't. Yeah, I've never done like a draft for any sort of game, whether it's Call of Duty or otherwise. There, see, I'm getting really good at doing this on the fly, actually. So I'm kind of impressed with myself. But um, no, so I want to know, like, by the way, guys, this will be a link in the description, so you can scroll down on um, on the actual Twitch page. Let me pull up uh, my Twitter right now, and I'll grab you guys that link. But what we're going to do, we are sponsored by DraftBuff. You heard me talk about them a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, and uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to do a draft, uh, Jay and I, for CDL Florida, which won't be this weekend. It will be the upcoming weekend. So let me grab that link. Um, that team's going to be dominant. But here's the thing. So I've never um, I've never done that before. So I'm very excited to like do a draft. I don't necessarily ever do them for sports. But here you guys, I'm going to throw it in the Twitch chat right there. Uh, you can see Mubot also throwing up a link. So we'd love for you guys to do this with us, by the way. Um, but you go ahead, you download the Draft Buff app on your phone. You can go to click into that link and it will open it up for you. So I've got mine pulled up, Jay. So basically, okay, if, am I getting this correct that I basically have a certain amount of money and I just have to yeah. like be mindful of... Salary cap. Salary okay. cap, So when you choose an AR, you know you can't choose the top guns every time. You got to fill in the slots with whatever remaining money you got. So, like, right off the rip on the AR, I'm going Wuskins. That guy's absolutely No, really? Yeah, he's disgusting, bro. I got to go Mr. Wuski. Okay, wait. Sure. So, question. If you pick AR. him, can I not pick him? 
Oh, now you can pick whoever you want. It's okay. all about who you're going to fill in your calorie. I mean, in your in your space. Okay, chat. Then I need your help, chat, because I'm leaning toward Octane, uh, Seattle Surge, my hometown team. Uh, do I do I go with with? Well, I'm. I think we're going down from AR to Flex to SMG to the to the last two that are labeled as utility. Yep. Um. So I need to know, guys. Do I go with Octane because that's kind of what's been on my mind, and I need you to help even the odds because realistically, Jay knows more than I do, so I need your help. Do you think I go with Octane as my AR or someone else? But I feel like you could go with like an Arcities, but you really go with Wuskin. Yeah, I'm going Wuskin. He's the king of vibes. The king, on, like, the king of vibes, but like... Come on. When have you ever heard Wuskins like, just like arguing with his teammates and like that? He's always the one that's, you know, putting it on himself or just feeling down about himself. He's never one of those players that like puts his teammates out there and stuff like that. He's just great vibes, great leader. Especially now because before, Scraps was like overshadowing him the entire time. But this year, Wuskins is doing his damn thing. Oh, wait, I trolled myself anyway. I can't even pick Octane because I forgot that mm-hmm. Seattle won't be at CDL Florida. Mm-hmm. So See you later, Octane. Wait, is... Methods is really that high up? Shoot. Okay. Well, let me look at these. Oh, hella cash. I don't know why. He I know. I look at that. I'm like, why is Methods $75? Same price as Wuskins. I was like, damn. Wait, they got no faith in Phantom's prayers. Um. Okay. I think I got to go. I'm going with Assault. He's been okay. playing really well. Minnesota looks amazing. I think they can do great things. So I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Mr. Adam. Okay. All right. So who do you got for who do you got for a flex? For my flex. And how do how do I get to know if I'm beating the shit out of you in this? Um, you don't really until they play. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna kick your ass. But oh, all right, flex. <laughs> who are you looking at? And by the way, reminder chat. The links are in chat. But please, we'd love for you to do this with us so that on future episodes, as we do these draft buffs, we can see: Are you guys better than me? Are you better than Jay? Uh, we'd love to find out and hopefully eventually tie in some uh, potential fun rewards and and uh, kind of um, events along with those. But who are you thinking for your for my flex? Mm-hmm. I'm the one and only. I'm going with the one and only, and that's Bruce. I'm going Dashy. What, with Dashy? Okay. Even though, even though Optic LA ain't doing too hot, I just know I play with that kid, and let me tell you, he is something special. And there's nothing anybody okay. can tell me about him. He is, without a doubt, probably the best player I've ever played with. Like, out of even my winning teams and stuff like that, he's probably the best player, like, raw talent-wise. I'm giving it to Dashy. Wait, like, why is, I'm so confused. Why is Priesta not at the very top? Because Priesta is, oh, yeah. Um, good question. You know what? You know what? I think, let's see, taking a look at all these. You know what? I'm going to go for a leap and go with Frosty because I like what I've seen out of Frosty so far on Florida. I think he's been pretty consistent for them. And uh, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, Frosty from the Florida Mutineers. Okay. All right. Wow, you seem not even remotely convinced by my pick. <laughs> I'm just hearing your lineup is so far. I'm I'm blowing you out of water. Uh-huh. Let's go. Uh-huh. Okay, Who okay. Is SMG. Who you got? Who's your main sub? Well, I'm also just trying not to spend like all of my money immediately. Uh-huh. Um Okay, gosh. Wait, I'm going to be broke as shit if I pick who I want to pick. Pharaoh's expensive as fuck, man. Damn. <laughs> 83? Yeah, I know. Sheesh. Okay. Uh, wow, this is this is hard when you don't have a lot of cash. Oh, yeah, I know. You have to fill it. Um, but you know me. I'm going with the main sub, the, the one of the tiny terrorists of BZ. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a go good pick. Beasy. That's a good pick. 
Um. How many coins I got left? Oh, I'm running low. Let's. I know. That's what I was saying. You keep picking all these big people. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm building a monster roster. <laughs> um. You know what? He okay. Speaking of someone who had a monster performance this weekend, and I cannot wait to see them uh, at Florida. I'm gonna go with Zuma from New York Subletters. Ooh, he had a cool. yeah. He had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, weekend with New York. So I have my faith in in Tommy. Okay. All right. That's fine. How much money? Wait. How? Yeah. Yo, that's fine. Whatever. How much? I how much? I'm running low. I'm yeah, running I know. Low. How much cash you got left, Jay? I got <laughs> seven and nine, girl. Seven and nine. Okay, okay. Well, you got you got two more to I'm fill in. Switch a couple people out. Let me see. At the utility selection, who are we picking? Because I was thinking another powerhouse, and then we could top it off with a comedy pick. A comedy pick? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the comedy pick's gotta be my favorite. Oh yeah, comedy pick for me is definitely gonna be number one. That's just the one you fill in. Like, just expect him, like everybody else, to go absolutely off. Okay. Why just switch a couple people? I don't hear this, son. I know, I know. Let's see. 84. Okay, so I could do just like a troll pick at the very end. But all of the ones at the bottom are all subs. Or like literally team subs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like 20 and below? Yeah. I might have to put a Doug sensor. Um, I mean, of all the subs, you're picking Doug? Oh, don't disrespect my man. <laughs> you won't go with Cheen? You won't go with Cheen over Doug? Hey, Cheen's my guy too, but like, Doug <laughs> just like, he's bringing that extra passion that people are just missing mm -hmm. nowadays. Doug's walking in there like, I'm winning this entire thing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's like, that's right. the confidence my team needs. Let's see. So I have Minnesota. Okay. I think, okay, I'm really torn. I kind of want to just ball out and buy god rx but i don't think i could afford anyone if i do that so i nah, think i put a seam i put a seam Ooh, a seam oh interesting players yeah, okay yeah, minnesota rocker my man's been balling he used to be a part of the stuff fan back in the day he's kind and of he's man. been a little inconsistent though are you worried about oh that? yeah that, not, well obviously you know we the, within transition from you know online from land to online you know it's, it's, it's kind of a jump mm -hmm. but, you know mm -hmm. don't worry about it it's still you know his second year well, you know what, then? I think, since I have enough money to do this, I think I'm going to go with Farrell. Okay. I have 31. So who am I filling here? You have 31. Oh, I have 24. Wait, who'd you swap out? I didn't swap anybody okay. out. I might have okay. to switch somebody out, though, right now. Okay. I think, well, then, I my last one is just going to be, I guess, um, a sub, I guess. Unless I can afford... Nope, I can't. Um... You know what? Fuck it. I threw him out before, and I love him. He's my guy. Carries me to Warzone wins. We're going with Cheen as my fifth. We're going with right, Cheen I, as my fifth. I had, to, I had to make an adjustment here. I had to put in Major Maniac for Wuskins. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I can totally accept that. Now I got. Wait. Okay. Six. Wait. But am I screwing myself? Because like, should I redo this so that I have all five who are starting, or am I like setting myself up for failure by only having four that are starting? No, you're not setting yourself up fair. If you have four that are starting, you should you should try to get people all that are starting for sure. So you don't have to worry about somebody having a sub spot. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm I'm keeping Cheen. Cheen brings vibes. Nicest pro in the league, bar none. We love Cheen. Alright, so if I knock down You're like really thinking through this, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Oh, alright, I think I got my roster. Uh-huh. 
And this is nothing else I can do. This is just how it's got to stay. I have two <laughs> remaining coins, and it's just how it's going to be. Okay, okay. Who, give, me your whole, give me your whole roster, Jay. All right. My roster starts. Main AR, I'm going to choose accuracy. You know, New York. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to be able to, you know, do the dirty work, you know, pull out the main AR, just do what he needs to do for the team. And then the flex row, we're going to keep dashy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's just raw talent. It's nothing you can do. You can do it all. Sniper, doesn't matter. Pistol, doesn't matter. And then SMG, we're going to switch him out. For, we're going to switch out a BZ and put in Temp. A BZ? Ooh. Temp yeah, was I'm playing sorry. better. He was looking better this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm putting Temp. You know what I'm saying? My man was doing this thing this weekend, this past weekend. So I have to put Temp in there. And then for my two utility players, just because I know how aggressive Temp is going to be playing. And I know Dash is going to be, you know, wanting people to run in front of him. So he mm-hmm. can just be killing everything just in case they don't always get the trade. I'm going to add a scene. A scene's not going to change. But I'm also going to add Jerd. Ooh, you know what? Okay, but I've been kind of unimpressed by Jerd so far this year. No, yeah, I I totally understand that. But Jerd's just always been one of those players like with his stats, like his stats don't really match like the kind of player that he is. He's always been that first player in, like regardless. And he's sliding in, trying to make these unbelievable plays for his teammates to open up the map. So if if I have him and it seem and Temp just running all in front of Dashy, that's fine. Accuracy's Mm -hmm. just going to be playing for the spawns. So I feel like my team is going to be pretty stacked. Sure. All right. Okay. Well, chat. You you heard uh, you heard from Jay on what his his team is going to be with four coins to spare. Uh, I'm sticking with Assault. He's been doing great things. The World War II champs MVP. Gonna throw it out there. Uh, Frosty as my flex. Uh, Zuma as my SMG because Tommy is fucking amazing this weekend. He's looked great all year. And Pharaoh. I mean, how could you let Pharaoh, dude? How is Pharaoh not on your team, my guy? Pharaoh's fucking nasty. F3, F3, I know, but like, talking about some champions here. Fair, fair. Well, I mean, well, we can argue <laughs> if, we can argue if, you know, these titles in Modern Warfare are like titles or not, but uh, I'm not saying they just won, but they did just won. And then Cheeto, I'm going to round it out with Cheen. Uh, if, okay. if only for the best fucking vibes. Um, but okay, I hit enter now and it submits it. And I guess that's my thing. Is that? Yep, that's your roster. I can't wait to smoke you. It's going to be great. You think so? Okay, here's a question, Jay. Whoever loses, do you want to do you want to make a, a wager? Yeah, what's up? A, a, a bet. I don't do oh. actual money cuz I'm a sissy, but oh, who oh. whoever loses has to shotgun a white claw. Oh, okay. Well, I can shotgun a beer if I don't have a white claw, but anything. Shotgun in general sounds good. A shotgun? Sounds, All right, for whoever fine. loses? Sounds fine. Sounds fine. Let's throw on five gifted on top of that. Okay, all right. Damn, you make it a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. All right, folks. Well, we have finished up our drafts. Once again, you can see it in the links in chat. Uh, we would love to have you participate with us in these draft buffs going forward. We did our lineups for CDL Florida. That will not be this weekend. It will be the following weekend after that. But thank you so much for everyone joining us and supporting us in our debut episode of The Loadout. Jay and I had a blast uh, having Miles on here was was an amazing experience he was fantastic and we'll be back every single week uh we're still finalizing times it looks like it will be on wednesdays in the afternoons we will get that information to you as soon as possible but in the meantime thank you again for your support and i can't wait for those five gifted uh jay i'm looking i'm looking forward to them five starters talking about all right guys we will catch you later you can find this on spotify you can find Find it on iTunes. It will also be on Jay's YouTube. Mine as well. We'll get that information to you guys. But much love. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will catch you next week.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.